Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome back to Why Not You Podcast, and I just thank you for tuning in. I thank you for just listening and dropping in to hear an encouragement of the day. And as always, we always want to give God the thanks and the glory. So, Heavenly Father, we just thank you, Lord, for this morning. We thank you, Lord, for a new day. We thank you, Lord, for the 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 newness, Lord God. We thank you, Lord, for your grace. We thank you for your forgiveness, Lord God. We just thank you, Lord, for everything that you're doing in this season, Lord. I ask you all these things in Jesus' name. Um, So I kind of want to just drop an encouragement today. Um, I've been listening to Travis Green's podcast, um, basically is their service being recorded, and so I was hearing the podcast this morning on Blind Spot, and boy, when I tell you, that spoke into my spirit, so it just awakened me. It it just really touched my heart and my spirit, and so I just wanted to encourage you guys and um, give you the the encouragement that it gave me. And so one part towards the end of the podcast, he said that um, the graveyard is the wealthiest place. And when I stopped and thought about that phrase, I was like, the graveyard? And so he said the reason why the graveyard is the wealthiest place is because it's full of potential. And so I remember my first lady always saying that she'd rather be buried empty than being buried, being full of the thing that God put inside of her. And I never really, like, I understood it, but I really never, like, can grasp it until I just heard what Travis Green said. And just stop and think about that for a moment. Think about how many people have died before they actually did the thing that God told them to do. Think about the people that have lost their life that they weren't able to fully carry out the purpose of their life because they were distracted with life. And something that Travis Green said is that God poured the oil on us even even when he already knew that we were going to mess up in life. Like, he already anointed us with account of knowing that you were going to do that one thing. And so I just want to encourage you guys that don't allow the enemy to come in to make you feel like, oh, you messed up, God can't use you, you messed up, you know, there's no way you'll be able to do this or do that. At the end of the day, remember this. You have to just get in a quiet place and repent of your your ways, change your ways, and not because, You ran out of options, and this is the only option that you have, but because you truly have a sincerity in your heart of just repentance. And, you know, like Travis Green said, there's a difference, and it truly is a difference. Like, you can keep doing the same thing over and over again knowing that it's hurting somebody, but until you make that choice of this doesn't feel good anymore, I don't want to live like this. I don't want to do this anymore. You could be the person that reacts to everything and yells at everybody and and um, over things or whatever, whatever that your thing is, you can get to a point that you're just like, I don't, I don't feel like doing this anymore. And that's how great God is. Is like you can get in a quiet place of really, truly asking God to change your heart, to, to, to reveal things in you, so you can fix 
your heart and be different and be um, who he called you to be. And gradually you'll start seeing the change. Like sometimes it's hard. Like I was telling my husband, it's almost like you're going into um, a treatment center and you're literally detoxing yourself. Like you're just like things that you would normally react to, you literally just want to scream because you can't even react the way you really want to react. Um, things that you normally would just um, do because it's a habit. It's something that you do. Like you just, like you have to hold yourself back. And the thing is, is that the enemy sees it. The enemy sees that you're intentionally trying to change. And so he does things around you to continue to trigger you, to continue to just illuminate. And the thing is what he does is that he illuminates the smallest thing and makes it so big that you focus on that thing. But I want to tell you that don't focus on that speck. Don't focus on that one thing that he's illuminating in your mind. Trust the process. I know it's not easy. Sis, I know it's not easy. I know that that thing that aggravates your spirit, I know when you walk into that job and you're like, oh, God, I have to deal with this, or, you know, you got to go home and you just figure out of uh, getting in a better place with your spouse or, you know, working things out or just making hard decisions, whether it's with your kids, um, I just want to encourage you guys to know that don't allow the enemy to distract you. Don't be full on the things that God has inside of you. And maybe this is not for y'all. Maybe this is my story. But I don't want to die knowing that God has so much inside of me that I never got to empty it out. And that was just a reminder of listening to that word of just the graveyard is the wealthiest spot. And I stopped and I thought and I had a glimpse. God showed me a glimpse of where my grandmother was buried. And I would never forget when she first got buried there, when my grandma passed away, it was like her and maybe a trickle, like four or five other um, tombstones on the side that she was buried. It was freshly new. And every time I go see my grandma, which I haven't seen her in a while at, at the graveyard, every time I have gone to visit her, it's like quadruple amount of people are, at like, buried. And I keep thinking to myself, like, wow, like, how life, like, it hasn't even been five months or six months or even a year, and this whole place is, like, full. And it just makes you think, like, how short life is how short life is and we waste our time on things that are irrelevant. Like, and I mean that in the sense of when you pass away, you arguing with your spouse about that thing that never changes, is it relevant? No. That thing that, that pride that you have within yourself of not doing what God has told you to do, whether it's apologizing to your spouse, whether it's being the, being the change that you want to see in your marriage, or um, doing the thing, like whether it's your purpose or whatever, like is it, it like is it worth focusing on things that it's irrelevant? Your finances. If you want something to be done, change the way you spend. If you want different results in your marriage, change. Be the change that you want to happen. If you want your household to be different, be the change that you want to see. And I know it's not easy. And the reason why I say it's not easy is because when you come from a background that you didn't learn, 
Like, you didn't learn any better. Like, this is all you know. This is all you're working with. And the thing is, is that God knew these things, but what he is wanting is for you to come to him. He's wanting you to confess your mistakes. He wants you to confess your sins. He wants you to go to him and say, God, you know what? I have a problem. I don't know how to love. I don't know how to show love. I don't know how to demonstrate love. I don't know how to speak to this person. I don't know how to be quiet. I don't know how to speak in love. I don't know how to love even when people are hating on me. I don't know how to embrace kindness. Sometimes you might have grew up in a house that was chaotic. Sometimes you made it like, like, I mean, the statistics, okay, is what it is. Like a lot of times generational things repeat itself, but you have to be the one to say, I'm not going to allow that to happen to me, and I'm not going to allow that to happen to the generations behind of me. You have to be the game changer. You have to be the one to put one step forward and say, devil, you have no power over my children. You have no power over my husband. You have no power over me. Like, you have to declare these things. You have to renew your mind. You have to press the reset button and say, I'm going to get into my word today, and I'm going to read this scripture, and I'm going to read it till it resonates in my spirit. You have to be the change that you want to see. Even in your job, if you see chaos around you, be the change, be the peace, be the thing that lights up that even when people don't agree with it, even when people don't understand it, they still look at you and say, wow, after all this girl has been through, no matter what, she still, she still can come in here and encourage everybody. Even when they treat her bad, she still can have a smile on her face. The thing is, when the enemy try to take you out, he will send people that you won't even think that he will send. He will attack you in the places that are so weak, and that's why that you're so weakened in your spirit. And the thing is, sometimes you're so immune to that one thing that you don't even think that you need deliverance in that space. And the thing is, is that when you keep moving forward, you keep getting tested in that area. You're like, well, God, like, why? Why would this person do this? Or why would this happen to me? And, you know, you keep questioning God. But the thing is, get in that space. Ask God to reveal it to you. Ask him to do the change in you. Ask him to heal you in that place that you can seek forgiveness and you can ask for forgiveness. And sometimes our pride will get in the way where we don't want to do the change because we're like, oh, no, this is too hard. We don't want to be consistent with ourselves, and we don't want to do the thing that God is telling us to do. It's hard. I'm not telling you it's an easy thing, but the thing is it's necessary. If not, then you're going to be another one in the graveyard that there's potential that got buried all the potential that's in you, everything that God has. You know, there's a lot of times that people can talk, 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 and not execute the walk. I have been that person, and I'm trying not to be that person. I want to be that person that when I say I'm going to do, I'm going to follow through. I want to be that person that what God has called me to do that I will do. And sometimes it's scary. It's scary because I always wonder if people are hearing me or people are taking what I'm saying serious, but that's not my job. And that's something that we have to understand is that when you release the word, then you release the word. What they do with it is what they do with it. It's not your responsibility to try to, like, coach them up and let them – 
what you say is going to be what you say, and if it resonates in their spirit, just like when somebody says a word over your life, if it resonates with you, it resonates with you. If it doesn't, then it's not the word for you. And sometimes it's not that it's not the word for you, but sometimes it's because your pride is so high, you don't want to accept that you got to change things inside of you and you think that there's nothing wrong with you. But I want to encourage you guys in this very moment, don't be the one that gets buried with so much potential because life is short. Keep seeking the thing that God wants you to do. Is it easy? No, it's not, but keep seeking it. Keep pushing. Don't be lazy in your spirit. I know that it's easier said than done because life happens, but like I told you, if the enemy starts seeing that you're getting it and you're picking up on it, he's going to start attacking your health. He's going to start attacking your mind. He's going to start, like, making you fatigue out of nowhere because he wants to have this cloud over you, okay? Even if it's addiction that you struggle with, he wants to keep you in the same routine so you don't figure out the truth because he knows that the assignment that's on your life, the amount of people that are going to be freed by you opening your mouth is going to be, like, putting him out of business, And wives, this is for you. A lot of times your husband's breakthrough is inside of you. And you may not want that responsibility. You may not want that thing. But guess what? Unfortunately, we don't choose our assignment. God just gives it to us because he knew that you're able to carry out this assignment. Wives, you got to pray for your husband. Wives, you have to, and this is for the single people, start preparing and start praying for your spouse from now. Don't wait till you get married. Understand that when you get married, things aren't just, oh, we're one overnight. No, you are spending a lifetime to become one, which means that you are dying to your flesh daily. You are working as a team, and even though, You may not want to because you'd be like, man, this man do not listen to me. This man always go the opposite way. But just like your children, you give them grace, you give them mercy, and you let them figure it out on their own, but you continue to pray for them. So then you do the same thing for your spouse. The thing is, is that like I told you guys in the last podcast, like my therapist said, it's like you guys are moving into a house and you guys are trying to sort out these bags to see what are you going to take, what are you going to throw out, What are you going to like? Maybe this might, you know, be potential to stay. But the thing is, you both come with baggage. And sometimes you don't even know you come with that baggage because it's something that's normal to you. But pray for your husband. I'm telling you, like, I don't know who this is for. And maybe everything that I'm experiencing in my season right now is for you guys. But understand that your husband's breakthrough is through you, whoever that's for. So the more that you react, the more that you scream, the more that you degrade that man, the more that you put him down, the more that you do this, you're only delaying his walk. You're only delaying the thing that God has inside of him because just like when people treat you that way, it makes you move slower. It makes you have an attitude. you like, I ain't doing that. Now I'm really not going to do it, right? So Don't be the one that is buried with potential. Know that God chose you for a time as this, and even though he already accounted for for all your mistakes, build your relationship with God. 
stop looking and, and hearing things that other people tell you and do the work for yourself. Understand that you have to read the word for yourself in order to know that what you're hearing is the truth because these are the days that false prophets are coming, false teachings are coming, and you have to understand the word for yourself. The Bible tells you these instructions. So I pray that this word blesses you because it blesses me every time I come on here and and speak a word of encouragement because, like I tell you guys, I didn't grow up having a sister. I didn't grow up having a woman that mentored me. I didn't grow up with people just speaking life into me. I grew up with people tearing me down, and not intentionally, but every time that I had something to say, it was like, be quiet. And that's the thing. If you were one of those women, let me tell you something. The enemy doesn't want you to take your muzzle off because he knew from the time you were created in your mother's womb that you were going to be the game changer. So he wants you to think that everything that's inside of you is not worthy of speaking, but that is nothing but a trick of the enemy. So I pray that this word blesses you. I thank you guys for just listening, and I pray that it resonates in your spirit. And so until next time, I'll see you on Why Not You podcast.